Welcome back. It's Dark Purple Podcast 3.0 with your man's Purple Fox and Huncho Chuck here tonight. Uh, we're in the studio recording. We're going to discuss a little bit of Apex. Why is Gibby so OP? Uh, the new season two of chapter two of Fortnite. And then we're going to go into a little bit of the new music coming out along with a couple questions to to really get your brain and blood flowing up there so um chuck welcome how are you i'm good fella i'm good how are you oh i'm hanging in there i'm uh just doing dandy just doing dandy just doing dandy and i'd like to let everybody know this is like episode 3.01 yeah this is well this would be 3.3 <laughs> actually right <laughs> wait wait so if, so as you guys obviously don't know, we've this is the recording, this is the one that's going live, but we're actually on recording like 3.3 because uh, last night we were going to record and oh, yeah, yeah. Um, had some technical difficulties to the point where I said, um, uh, F it, daddy, F it. He said, F <laughs> it, let's go play Fortnite. Yeah. That's, so that's what it's saying. Yeah, so uh, th- that's 3.0. Um, and then we just tried to record one early, just a little bit ago, and more that was 3.1, and that was technical difficulties. Then we just tried to record it and then had more technical difficulties. That was 3.2, so now we're on 3.3, 3, um, and, and 3 is the lucky charm, I think, Chuck. I think so, and welcome to episode 3.3. 3. So I hope everyone will join. We're going to say um, thank you. If you haven't checked out, guys, the past broadcast, this is your first one. Well, thank you for checking us out. Um, there's... Uh, episodes before that you can binge through so it's 2.5 the purple fox solo tour you got 2.0 you get to meet our our man the myth the legend tipsy um unfortunately he's not able to be with us tonight and then you have the original 1.0 episode one with well 1.2 right with your boys with yeah 1.2 boys. with your boys <laughs> when um, we started buzzing the boys are buzzing so chuck let's start with apex and now that the new season has been out uh the meta is starting to come like the meta has been found um what's your thoughts and why is gibby so op all right so gibraltar gibby gibster whatever you want to call him that fuck that fucker whatever by the way he's age 30 he's 292 pounds and 6'5 but he's a hog is that with or without the equipment? I don't know. It just that's what his stats are. He's. I hope he's two ninety five without because that he is a tank a if tank. he's got that fucking shit on. Uh, but he is so op right now, and he never was like we were discussing because he's only used right now six point five percent of the time, and uh, Pathfinder's the most used at sixteen percent, just to give you a reference point. Mm-hmm. But he is only used. 6.5% of the time. And now this is statted from the very beginning. So he's low right now because nobody really used him until he became OP. And his shield is like half the reason I hate running into this man. I don't even know how much damage it takes. It takes like 65 damage to get rid of that shield. Oh, I have. Let's actually let me pull it up real quick. Gun shield info. The shield can be disabled by. No, that's not it. <laughs> has nine second cooldown um let's see here does it even give you an hp i don't know hold on i'm trying to have it pulled up right here i'm trying to find it oh 75 health so he's 75, so 75 health. he's yep. automatic 175 health just off the bat 
off the bat, like as soon as you drop into the game. That's insanity. That's insanity. I mean, I, I could around. see, I could see, like, I think what they could do, now, now, this is just me going off the top here, let's spitball a little bit, Chuck. All right, spitball, spitball, how can Gibraltar I, be I think OP? Gibraltar should have automatic, I think 25 shield, like, if you don't have anything, and you're completely butt-ass naked, okay, Gibby, <laughs> let's just picture this, all right, Gibby's butt-ass 290, naked, 292, butt 6'5 guy, Hawaiian Mako. bro, like, butt-ass naked, all right? <laughs> You got yeah. that in your head? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Clear's so then day. he pulls his shield out, and then he's got 25 health. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Instead of having 75, he's got 25 completely balls out naked. Okay. I think for each time that he gets a shield, it should increase his sh weapon shield. Instead so of having he, actual shield? So I, let's just say it's every 25. So it, you get 25 plus 25 shield on his gun shield. So he puts on right. clothes and he gets plus 25 to his gun shield as well. So you're saying if he goes picks up a common armor. Yes. It, it adds 25 or 50 to his gun exactly, shield. Exactly. Because think about this. Think about this. There is If you go in there with a blue shield. Right. Your your chances are probably 6 or 7 out of 10. You're probably going to kill Gibby. I'd say even 6 because it seems like every time I go in there, I'll be with a purple shield, and they'll be common or blue, and I still end up dying to Gibby. Right, because you got to put more clips in them. And, and that's another thing is too is I think the health needs to be fixed because there's just simply like I'm going to – uh, those of you that have are on YouTube, check me out on YouTube. Go to Purple Xbox. But I, 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 I'm gonna put my next video coming up is is why is Gibby OP? So a little bit we're gonna discuss today. I'm gonna put into the video, but I, I'm gonna just put a clip in there. I have it from the other night. I was just watching it earlier today at the gym. I I had to clip it. I posted it on my clips on Twitch, and it is me again losing my mind because Gibby's OP, and. It's I, I literally took an entire 301 clip with a purple extended mag and I did not miss a shot. Completely leveled him and only cracked him. I only cracked him. And I may have took like maybe like 20 off of his naked ass. Right. There's no reason for that. <laughs> there isn't. Zero. I I like your idea, but I don't because if I'm a Gibby. I'm fat. I'm running in the back. My gun shield doesn't protect my back. Actual shield does. So that like he's just a hundred health all the time. In his back. Yeah, you like sure. you're saying if if he picks up a common shield, it should add shield to his gun shield. Yeah. But his gun shield only comes out when he's aiming down his sight. So he's only he'd only be a hundred HP then. How often the do time. you see Gibby's back? Uh, I, okay. Let let me throw let me spitball this at you. I want his shield to be 50, just like a common armor. It should sure. be just like a common armor. Make it 50, but make it so you, you can still hit him in the head and below the waist. In the legs. Thank you. Thank yes. you for bringing this up, yes. Chuck. That, because that is what my change would be to Gibraltar's shield. I could, I, could, I could also agree with that. I can go with that. Because then he gets – if he puts on common armor, he has 50 shield. His back is protected just like normal. But – if I'm if I have a Kraber and I shoot him in the head, it only does so much damage to actually him because it still sh hits his shield uh -huh. for seventy five, and you can't one tap Gibby. Now, do you so, think that they are going to, if they were due to do something like this, do they increase or do they increase or decrease the size of his shield? 
uh, I hope they decrease the size of his shield. I mean, in my personal I'm, opinion, I think his legs are very exposed. So that's like I told you the one time I well I figured out that you can't shoot Gibby in the legs and not yeah, hit his shield. Well, shields out. Yeah, mm-hmm. his shield covers his whole freaking body. Yeah, it shouldn't. There, and it shouldn't. It should be decreased so it just covers his torso. So mm-hmm. he just covers a little spray for 50 HP and then it goes back to him. I but think if, if it can cover head, like 60, 65% of the body and leave. Just his torso. That's a big dude. That's, he's yeah. one of the biggest characters. Just mm-hmm. his torso. Like from the waist down, he should be exposed. And from the chin up, yeah, he should be exposed. Because body shots are the most common shots. So protect the most common area. And mm-hmm. then leave the head open and leave the legs open. Mm-hmm. And he already has defiance. So like <laughs> damage already is less yeah. on him. Exactly. So I think. Now, is the shield going to cover him on the legs? Uh, I don't know. Say he's got a purple shield and you shoot him in the legs if they incorporate this. It's going to be a purple shield you're taking off. Yeah, that's how it is now with any legend. If you shoot him in the legs, it takes off that purple armor. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess so. That makes sense. So, yeah, keep it the same way. Yeah. Just shrink his shield and make it 50 HP like a common armor rather than 75 like he just picked up blue. Yes. Gotcha, so gotcha. That, those would be my changes to Gibraltar to make him less OP. Yeah, so I, I was actually just looking at some trivia facts, trivial facts about Gibraltar. And now I have oh, not yeah. played Titanfall 1 or Titanfall 2. I don't know, have you? Really? Yeah, I've Never. played Titanfall 1 a little no, bit, I've but seen not him. when it was popular. I I've played it when him. it came out free. Okay, okay. So, it says that Gibraltar's dome shield is adapted from the ones in Titanfall 1, 2, used to protect newly called in Titans. Uh, His gun shield is similar to the one used by the Legend. Now, I don't know who those are or what that means. Do you have any idea? Not a clue. I didn't play it that in-depth. Yeah, all this... this all the next one says really is that Gibraltar walks around naked at home. So, yeah, that's that about really it. What it says? I swear, I'm not. I would never lie. It's called ApexLegends.Gamepedia.com. Trivia: Gibraltar walks around naked at Fair. home. Fair. <laughs> I mean, Fair. I walk around naked at home. If it's a, if it's your house, dude, like, Let rock it out with your cock loose. out. Rock Let out. it hang. <laughs> Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Let your meatloaf. Mom, where's the meatloaf? (laughs) Let your meatloaf. But uh, so let's go back into Apex. Those would be my changes to Gibraltar. Uh, So Bloodhound. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about his buffs. Take me away. So I haven't actually played Bloodhound, but a couple weeks ago on Twitter, um, I made a post to, it was a Titanfall page, but it's now the Apex news page. Um, I made a comment to one of the posts about uh, Bloodhound. I mean, Bloodhound's low-key always been, for me at least, like, dope, like, bro balls out. I really like Bloodhound. I've always been a huge fan. Um, it's just like he always kind of seems to get the short end of the stick when it comes to his um, abilities. But as what I've heard recently is that they expanded. Now, I don't know like the actual metrics to it, um, but they expanded his Allfather, which is like the scan that he sends out, which is actually kind of sweet. I, I'm actually kind of curious to see what it is. I didn't, get the, I didn't play him tonight. Um, I was p- trying to play Gibraltar, but I'm trash at Gibraltar, even though he's OP, so I still get my cheeks clapped. But 
and then I moved to Pathfinder because Pathfinder's like I had to go back to basics. Um, I had to go back OG. to yeah, yeah, OG. So like back to his roots. Yes, but that's the thing. If it's not Pathfinder, if it wasn't for Gibraltar being OP, I'm usually playing Bloodhound. I just haven't recently. And so, what do you think, Chuck? I know you're not a huge Bloodhound player, but I mean you've obviously played him. What do you think? So. When Apex Legends first came out and everything, and they started talking it up, I thought Bloodhound was going to be my main. Like, just reading his abilities, being able to track people, I thought I was going to be able to use him very well. Or her. Who knows what? Oh, yeah, it's it's by something, like by polynomial, something like that. It's just a number. Yeah. It's not a gender, it's just a number. (laughs) So, like... I thought I was going to run Bloodhound as my main, but I just, every time I played him, something just, he felt weaker than other legends in mm-hmm. gunfights. I Like, he's not, obviously, but he just felt at a disadvantage even being able to track people. Mm-hmm. Like, his, the one thing I don't like about his ult is that people can go pick up thermal sites and basically have his ult, besides being everything else turning gray. True. Like, I I think that the big drawback is one his scan. His scan does not reach far enough, and there's a lot of bugs with it. I mean, like I've had times where I'm in a building and I run the scan to make sure no one's in the building, and then there's people upstairs and they come down and they shoot me. Like I've lost my absolute. Doesn't reach that far. But the thing is, those are directly above me. They're directly above me. It should have reached anyways, because the the the. The scan distance is out, not up, really. You know? It's not to the point where, like, I mean... So it's a vertical, not a horizontal scan. No, it's a horizontal Or scan. a horizontal, not a vertical scan. Correct, correct. Okay. So that's the thing. I think there's a drawback to that. There's just bugs that go along with it. No, they've been fixing it, and this is all the way back in Kings Canyon. That You know, I, I'm remembering these issues because I haven't played a whole lot of him since I've really started to play the new map and I just yeah I just have I just haven't and it's nothing against Bloodhound I just I'm a better pathfinder it's simple as that but one thing I do think that could be incorporated to make him a better player is or legend I mean is is to increase his speed I think he needs to be faster I think he needs to be almost to a Bangalore speed but Bangalore all the legends are the same speed whether you like to admit it or not, like just That's straight true, running guess. speed. Bangalore only gets her speed boost when somebody aims at her. I guess you're right. I guess she doesn't. I guess there is no difference in their actual speeds, just moving. Right. When it comes to straight up speed, it's just they're all the same. Yeah. But, and, and when he does go into the god of the what, oh, whatever. Oh, boogies, bro. Yeah, his speed's increased. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think he needs to be faster. He needs to. Like the tracking needs to be better somehow. Yeah. Like I don't know how. I can't explain it right now. I maybe future podcast mm-hmm. I'll explain it, so stay tuned. Yeah. But right now I have no idea. But something with his tracking needs to be boosted in order to make him a meta. You know another thing too that I think that might be again, this is all spitballing, but you could be included is when he goes into his um the all father or what's it called um what's his alt i have no idea oh, what it's sh- called 
I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on it, but we all know. But his ultimate, where he goes into that mode where he stalks and they turn people red. I think something that would be interesting to see is if they were to include if you can see through walls, like you can see their heat signature through a wall. Because you right. can't, or unless they're in front rock. of you, yeah, because they're, unless they're in front of you, you can't see them. Right, the red doesn't appear. And I, I think I by totally... incorporating the scan and the his alt, what, again, whatever that's called. Right, when remember. you do it, double down. Exact double down on it. I, I think at that point it adds a whole other level to his ability because, I mean, like, again, for the most part, I mean, yeah, the red really makes the people stand out. Like, don't get me wrong. But, like, if you're stalking someone, like, it's kind of what he's for. If you're in a building and you're able to see them where they're through the hall or upstairs above you or in a corner and you can pre-fire that, like, that makes that a whole other level, I think, with his ultimate. Okay. I have an idea for his ultimate. What's I've that? just been thinking. Didn't even listen to a word you said. I'm sorry, pal. I was just thinking. <laughs> All right. So when he's tracking somebody, when he pops his alt, there should be like a trail of where they ran. Not just the footsteps, like in the air, a trail. And it should be different colors, like blue for not even close. Like they weren't even here. Like uh, Jackal. Right. Or red. And it turns red the closer, like the time the less time there was in between you and that reaching that spot if that makes sense gotcha gotcha so like if you're chasing somebody and they go into a room and turn the corner and it's bright red you know they're right behind that wall gotcha yeah or that... if it's blue then they it might have been like five seconds ago so you're clear yeah. and i like the idea of being able to his lb or whatever is automatic it recharges faster when he's in his alt that's not a bad idea either so is that I part think, of it already i don't think so oh, okay i was gonna say i didn't think so either i don't think so i'm just spitballing here yeah so i if those two things were added or three with the scene through walls too Mm-hmm. But that kind of takes away from the trail, but it doesn't at the same time. But mm-hmm. you add a, a variation of those three things, I think Bloodhound would be much more playable than what he already is. Yeah, no, I I think I agree 100%. I mean, these are these are all one great ideas. And that's the thing. I think getting out into the community and discussing these, like, I mean, I just remember, like, again, two weeks ago, I was talking in Twitter and like there's a thing we talked about this with earlier is like apex has their way with like almost knowing what you want like if you ask you you receive in apex it's kind of strange how that works like even in game like 98 percent of the time if you say hey i need a shotgun bolt yeah there's a shotgun bolt. or somebody pings it for you right yeah, away exactly so like that's the thing like i don't know i almost feel like even in this sense where i was on twitter with one of the the one of the fans and we were talking on twitter um, about Bloodhound and being a Bloodhound main and all that, or like how he's low key good as shit, but like how just a week and a half now, two weeks later they've increased, increasing his scan distance. Like I said on Twitter, so I think it's pretty crazy that like respawn and esports and Apex, and yeah, it's that just... community like kind of already knew what I mean. Not to say like I'm the first person to think of that, definitely not, but. It is pretty, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool, I think. 
It is. It is. Any so let's go back to Apex. Let's look at some stats, overall stats for everybody. Because I brought up Gibraltar's only used six point five percent at the time. Yeah, yeah. So Wraith, Pathfinder, Lifeline, top three in kills per match across the board. Does that surprise you? Lifeline does. Lifeline does. Because I like I personally like Wraith and Pathfinder now. They're on every squad. There's two on every right. squad. Like they're just you you or know that the heavy in. pusher squads anyways. Oh yeah, easily. And and in in like I don't know. I just don't recall seeing that many lifelines. I mean, lifelines the third most used at ten point five percent of the time. So. I feel as of right now, out of the actual legends that are useful in ranked i think lifeline is the least used operator really that I, that I realized yes at least in this new season i i hardly i really don't recall seeing that many lifelines and i the least used though because revenant is like well, nowhere to be found when it sure. comes to ranked play but that's why I said out of the people that are actually relevant to being planted okay, in rank. Fair, fair enough. I'm talking, like, okay, Wraith, Lifeline, Pathfinder, Caustic, Gibraltar. Right, right. Watts, well, there's a whole new meta Watson apparently now with bit, Watson. Yeah. There's apparently, there has to be a new meta with Watson up. Dude, There, I have never seen so many Watsons <laughs> in my entire Apex career than this season alone. It's like, obviously, since she came out. Right. I'm trying to think who else. Like no one plays Mirage. Like Mirage is useless Mirage and ranked is, at least. Yeah. In ranked. He's such just he's Revenant, a selfish crypto. You see him every once in a while in ranked, but he's really not that great. Unless you can play him like really well. Yeah, there's like five percent of the cryptos that I run into, and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. they're good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you use them properly, like. Crypto's a, a a key player because I mean like you could get people's scouts, banners from a distance. You can go do things without yeah, you can go do things from a distance yeah. without actually getting hurt. Yeah. But that's also his biggest flaw as yeah. well. Well, that comes along with this team chemistry. I mean, if you have like Gibraltar right. who's going to post up next to you, like your Gucci, you can go do all the surveillance you want. Right. Or a Watson, or you guys hunker down, you know. Right. Again, Apex is a very team-oriented game because of all the differences the legends make oh, and hugely. the legends that you have against the legends that you're going against mm-hmm. and getting third party by fourth party by fifth uh, party by like Gibraltar's very good for picking up those parties because of his dome shield mm-hmm. which so it just all depends on who you run what your chemistry's like because it is very team oriented which I like about the game I agree 100%. So a little bit moving out of the trios of Battle Royales and into the duos of Battle Royales. Fortnite Arenas Chapter 2 Season 2 has been released. It's underway. And I was a little bit not excited for it at all. I Chuck and I, I think, and uh, Garrett, we talked about it on the 2.0 podcast um a little bit and i said like i'm not excited for this at all and chuck was like oh i'm i'm hoping that this brings fortnite back and it actually switched whenever we started playing it i played it i was thoroughly impressed like not that it felt like old eight or old uh um, right fork knife right. but like 
it definitely was like something that I wanted to grind and you know we we played it and I mean like I I I I did enjoy my time playing it with you Chuck w what about for you like was it a different experience so being back uh, on the ground previous so in previous podcasts uh I mentioned that Fortnite isn't what it is or used to be I didn't enjoy it as much and I was really hoping this Fortnite chapter 2 season 2 was going to bring back an old livelihood and I wasn't very excited to play it when it came out I wanted to watch all the streamers because they drop things and they do things they just buy everything in the battle pass so I get to witness them play it and see how they play and obviously they're better than me and they play more fast-paced than me so i get to experience more part of the game just not firsthand uh and i i watched tim nick mercs all them and i just wasn't impressed that like the battle pass is sick and how you interact with it is absolutely amazing i will give fortnite that mm -hmm. but the actual gameplay itself i think more mobility needed to be added i just, just it didn't remind me of that old fortnite feel it just wasn't what i wanted to play and then the other night i hopped on for my first time because fox rage quit apex oh and super gibby we... <laughs> fucking gibby and man he just we... gets naked on screen and then it geeks me out so i wanted to quit i rage quit apex <laughs> uh, yeah i'd, I'd want to get out of that too quick <laughs> i don't want to see that 290 you don't want to see that 290 no not not <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> uh, we quit Apex and we hopped on Fortnite probably around 11, 1130 at night. And uh, we didn't stop playing till 3 a.m. That's how much fun Fox and I were playing duo arenas. Grinding. And, we, and I, I kept saying over and over again, I said, Chuck, I think we fell down the rabbit hole. I think we fell back down the rabbit hole. And before we get into where the la rabbit hole led, I want to talk a little bit about the new laning spots the new weapons let's talk about our reactions to season uh, well, two, let's, chapter two i think it's awesome i think with the new weapons the new landing spots that they added to obviously incorporate the new weapons the part that incorporate the battle pass uh, i think it's 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 awesome so when you say new weapons are you talking like so not new weapons the mythic weapons yes that they added okay 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 not new weapons in a sense where like they're new but like weapons that were just upgraded. the mythic weapons the yeah. scar the tommy gun the ak the grappler those yeah, guns exactly yes yes okay okay continue my friend so i i think i mean that's all i had to say i think it's wonderful i think my i mean you know i think that the weapons added were phenomenal i think my favorite weapon is okay my favorite weapon is gonna be the the mythic ak but if I had to pick the gun I'd take over really anything, it'd be that mythic minigun, bro. Miniguns show red. Don't even... Butter, bro. It's like hot knife through butter. <laughs> you can't build. No. And if you do, you get shot between each build you put up with a 16 And that's And that's, that just, that's not just even with the mythic. Down. That's not even with the mythic, though. You that, get a purple yeah, minigun... <laughs> You're pissing off a little Jimmy, sending him back to the lobby, you know? Uh, for 99% of the time. Yeah. Right, right on him. <laughs> have a minigun. That's all it does. Spit right Just, on him. <laughs> that's what you, that's like what you hear every shot. 
<laughs> just coming at you. Yeah, dude. Hey, but that's, that's the thing. Like, it's awesome to do to someone, but holy fuck, can I not it's stand so it? Irritating. <laughs> so irritating. So irritating. Because that's the thing. And, like, you can't defend it because of the way that they have that. Not lag, but like it's a purposeful lag on their building delay. And then you have those cocksuckers that double team us with two miniguns. Miniguns. Oh. No, the, I, you can't even defend uh, one. Uh, How are you supposed to defend two? Uh, it gives really me nightmares thinking about it. Really chaps my khakis. <laughs> Gets the just, gears grinding. So this is what we we're trying to say: is what happened when we fell down the rabbit hole? This is what happened. Tim this Sweeney, Tim Tim Sweeney, the owner. Okay, we looked this up the other day when we were playing. Tim Sweeney, he's the owner of Apex Legends, CEO. Like, no, not Apex. Not, a, not Apex. I'm sorry. Of uh, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fortnite. Um, Unreal Engine. He's a game developer. Like he created it. Like he's the dude. He, he wasn't hired in as like the CEO. He's the owner. He did it. Like this. Excuse me. This dude's the man. Tim Sweeney, seven point three billion billion. With a B, billion dollars. Okay. This man makes $7.3 billion from a game that he developed, an engine, game engine that he developed, a game that came through his game engine. And this game's been out. It's a top-notch game in the whole world. Well, I, not the whole world, but I, yeah, sure. Whole world, we'll say. We talked about this last time as well. Right. And you can't fix the gosh darn game. Fix your servers. I do not have any problems on any other game 99% of the time. Even though I blame 99% of my deaths on lag, 99% of the time I don't lag uh, on any don't other blame game. 99%. Not, not in Apex. That's true. You, not in Apex. You, I don't ever hear you hear about lag and Siege or Apex. But the that's the thing. Fortnite. I don't, I don't have only, that lag. It's only Fortnite when you bitch about lag and you know what it is it's because i'm cracked man that's because i rip my 90s too fast and my xbox can't put up with it you can't process what you're trying to do yeah exactly i'm just cracked and it's a it's it's i'm so cracked that it's it's out processing a computer uh, an xbox well, yeah computer, computer. it's not uh, i don't know why we want to go to PCs. Exactly the point, so I can be even more cracked. <laughs> <laughs> Show off the true talent. Yeah, the I've true talent. Seen the true Fox Builder. It's just it's just so frustrating because that's the thing. Like I know there are video games, like in just in general. I know games are just video games and like there's a huge thing that came out with ninjas. He's like, Oh well, blah blah blah, like why are you playing video games if they're if you're not competing, like I, right. I I have a competitive nature, I, as as I know you do, Chuck. But any athlete does. That's the thing, dude. It it drives me. I try I try really hard on certain things. Like I do enjoy playing video games. I love it as a pastime. I love it as a hobby. You know, it's part of like what I love to do, it's, like being streaming yeah. and all that. But sometimes the games themselves are so frustrating because the bugs that they have with them and they still and now what i'm trying to get as with fortnite specifically is this dude's making 7.3 billion dollars and you're telling me you can't fix your fucking game you're telling me you can't fix your fucking game i mean what yeah i, I uh, guess what do you not. chuck 
I got what what do you want me to say, pal? There's nothing to I, say. Fix your fucking I, game, Tim Sweeney. You fucking meatball. He sounds like a meatball. I feel like Tim Sweeney's like an owner of a meatball company. That's the only reason I said you think that. So? Oh, the only reason I said that. Yeah, it sounds like a meatball. Isn't there a meatball company or Sweeney meatballs? I don't freaking know. Mom! <laughs> Where's the meatloaf from? Where's the meat? Sweeney meatloaf! <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell to me, pal. <laughs> oh, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I, it does frustrate me, as you can tell. Uh, yeah, because 95% of the time you blame lag, you don't die from lag. Yeah. So it's just the frustration coming out because your Xbox can't keep up with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And the, it's just, you hit so many buttons on a, uh, on the apex on the controller for Fortnite compared to other games. So that could be part of the reason on controller anyways, True. why so many things go wrong with our connection so or input or whatever you want to call it. I didn't. I didn't actually think about that because I did mention the other day when we were when I was in a right, heated discussion with the input lag from the controller. Correct. Why I don't have it on the other games is like you just said. Like that would make complete sense is because there's less button smashing. There's less to do. Yeah. Because the building just it, so much. Because. Mm -hmm. Before I only played COD, I was decent at COD. But after playing Fortnite and learning how to build, I got better at COD than what I was because my reaction was quicker because I had to turn and build and then my fingers started moving quicker because you're not used to hitting B and then RB, LB, RT, LT like all the time trying to put up walls. Mm -hmm. So... Playing Fortnite helped me in other aspects as well because there is so much going on on a controller because you got to hit B just to bring up another menu to start building and then you got to hit B to reset your controller to go back to the other uh, to just run around and shoot people. Yeah, I, and I agree 100%. I, with no doubt, I think one thing that Fortnite definitely gave to me um, was the game sense and game awareness that no yes. other game really gave to me. Like when I played Call of Duty, I just ran around numb, mindlessly, just shot shooting my people. gun off whenever I could. Yeah, and so like Fortnite again, probably why everyone loves it. Used to love like ninety five percent of people who ever played Fortnite enjoy Fortnite. I still, as much as I may you know complain about what Fortnite is. Um, it's a wonderful game. I've enjoyed it. I have had so many great times doing it. It has, it has truly been a foundational game to me, even if I don't play it as much anymore, and it always will be. Yes, it, it built us up as gamers. Exactly. Agreed. It, it, it really did, because, again, going back to the input, it's basically having two controllers in one for just one game. Yeah, because you have to hit B to reset your controller so it can reconfigure itself that these buttons now mean this mm -hmm. rather than so it's just it's ridiculous how much Fortnite actually helped me and us and probably other gamers as well. Oh, hugely. Hugely. So. One thing that I do miss about playing Fortnite is like it was one of the only games that I was able to like 
listen to bops and music when I played. I just miss jamming to Fortnite and then doinking on little jimmies and sending them back to the lobby. And just jamming. Just jamming, bro. Like to Uncle Cracker. Just listening to the music. Letting the music play. <laughs> the let game. the music. And you, bro, you were big on that. You, you still listen to I music. I still don't listen you? to music every time I play. Yeah. I, see, I can't do it when I'm playing like, like Siege. There's not a chance. I can't play it too. Siege. I, Audio is too I big in to Siege. When I start streaming. Oh, yeah. To myself. While I stream, while I play, like while I talk to you guys, while I give out comms, my, I have music playing. A hundred percent of the time, I'm playing Xbox. Yeah, I I don't I haven't recently. It's been because since I've been playing Siege, the audio is such just a huge part of Siege that. It, yeah, I mean, it made it, me better when I played Siege. It simply did, but you know, I I I sacrifice it. I don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. I'd rather have the music. Yeah, it keeps me in the zone. Half the reason I don't talk sometimes. The other fifty percent is because. I'm very focused. Yeah. Well, that's true. You get super focused and you go mute. I, I do. I, something's going on in the video game and I forget to give comms and I'm just yeah. headstrong on what I am doing. I usually just lose my socks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, is there, yeah. has there been any new bops that you've been listening to? So if we're going to get into the music discussion... Recently, one of, one of my favorite artists, all-time favorite artists, got me on hip-hop is Drake. I know you're not a big Drake guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> save, save your shit for the birds, buddy. Drake is my all-time, not my all-time, but uh, maybe my all-time. He's one or two favorite artists that got me into hip-hop and into music. And he just leaked two songs on his uh, SoundCloud channel, October's very own. And I have been listening to them as much as I can be. And I know you don't like Drake. You probably didn't even know there were mixtapes out that are getting leaked, but I thoroughly enjoy listening to these mix mixtapes on sound. Do you even have SoundCloud? Nope. Yeah. I don't really listen, so that's the thing, like, I don't listen to, uh, like, I obviously I listen to music, everyone listens to music for the most part, but, like, um, no, I don't, I don't have SoundCloud, uh, I've never really it. been it's into great. that, I actually just undone, I just unsubscribed to Apple Music, I listen to, so I listen to podcasts, Spotify, because it's free, well, Spotify, because it's free, but, like, <laughs> the, I just listen, I listen to podcasts, like, that's my big thing, that's right. one of the reasons that I wanted to make this podcast, one of the reasons I wanted to get involved in the podcast community is because I, I personally, I love podcasts. I haven't listened to music in my car to and from work since for months, for months. Like I just don't listen to, I don't listen to music unless it's Mac yeah. Miller. Yeah. And that's the only time big Mac Miller guy. And that's the only time I ever listen to music really is a huge Mac Miller guy, huge Mac Miller. RIP to my man. Huge RIP. But so going back to Drake, yeah, sorry, he leaked a couple. It happens. <laughs> so going back to his leaks, I've been listening to "When to Say When," and then he also leaked "Chicago Freestyle," and both songs are great. I love them both. They both uh, it just encaptures Drake and Drake now. So I've been listening to that and. 
I've also been listening to PTSD by G Erbo. Mm, this is a great song, Chet. I'm is that the <laughs> album title? Yeah, yeah, his album's PTSD. Yeah, I'm, pretty I'm sure. talking about the album, not just the song itself. See, I wasn't a huge. Song... I mean, like, it, I, I mean, I listened to his parts. Like, well, I listened to parts of each song. It, it's hard, hardcore for me. I mean, like, I'm not like. Like I like your, I mean I'm I'm gonna be straight up. I'm like your typical white boy. Like I like your white boy rap. I like my white boy country. Like I got some alternative rock in there. Like I'm 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 as bland as it gets to music for the most part. So like I'm not gonna say like Gerbo. Like he goes hard, bro. Like hard on a lot of yeah, his he... songs. And like it's it it just doesn't reflect with my life and what I've been through, which is a big part of music with everyone like wanting to reflect on the music that they listen to. So I'm not going to like, I personally don't like most of the songs. The songs though are deep and they're good. Well, the songs, the album is obviously labeled PTSD, but have you looked at the album cover? Yeah, it's with him holding an American flag with bullet holes and blood leaking out, right? Yes, but the stars aren't aren't stars. No, they're people, but I couldn't really they're see who the people were. Yeah, right. who Truth are the people? Oh, uh, so are these people that have died? Yeah, have passed away. Yes. Okay. Okay. There are fifty people in his life that have passed away. Gotcha. Has, I'm gonna look up how old he is right now. Well, I'm not sure, but you said you mentioned Juice World, and what we're trying. One of his songs, I think it's his main song on the album, is called PTSD. It has obviously him, uh, Juice World, Chance the Rapper, and Little Uzi. Like, bro, that's a hella lineup right there. Like, it, it hella it lineup, is a hell of a lineup. But before I talk about that song, G Herbo is 24 years old, and going back to the album cover, he is able to put 50 heads on that flag of people who passed away in his life you mm -hmm. and i are both 24 i can tell you one thing i don't have anywhere damn near 50 people that have passed away in my life no nope. that i could put on a flag that you know what i mean yeah he has 50 mm -hmm. and that's the thing i think people i never i never really thought of the the, the album cover like the way you're mentioning it but it makes a lot of sense really like digging into it that's interesting to think about. Like that's what the whole album is about is about mm -hmm. how he lost those people and it's that's why it's sometimes his him getting so emotionally and it's a different type of emotion it's that you that you don't like. This the mm -hmm. sound that you don't like where you say he's going hard is just a different type of emotion that he's putting into this album because of what it represents and so, what he's So that's about. what I was trying to get at like I wasn't trying to say like the album's bad. I, I know exactly what you're and saying. I said the same thing about Mac Miller's just, last album. Yeah, it just is like, like there's something that, like I can tell that it's music. It's musicianally created well. Like, sure, it's rap, and people are gonna say like, oh, rap's not like, like well made music. Like, but that album, and looking into the album cover, and then listening to the songs and putting it all together, like that is a well made album, all around. Yes. I think. It's because he was just putting his feelings out there. It mm -hmm. was just his raw emotion. And that's the best type of music you can get. It's just when somebody is putting their raw heart into that sound, into that music, into that album. Yeah. And that's so, exactly what Mac Miller did in his last album. But 
again, that's just not my type of music. It's beautiful music. I just, I can't listen to it all the time like you do. Oh, God, dude, I listen to it like, I listen to Once a Day by Mac Miller once a day, at least. I I know you do, and you don't even listen to music that often, That like you were saying. But when music is playing, like 80% of the time, it's probably mac miller unless we're out oh, drinking yeah. then well then it's 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 fair game for yeah it's anything dude good list I'm anything with a guitar that fox may know <laughs> just pull out a paper clip and hand it to him and say it's a guitar and for those of you it. that don't know what happened was is when i was in my my younger days in my prime <laughs> my i was a uh, professional like a air guitar ago. i was a professional air guitarist and so um, you know, once my time came about in the music industry and I uh, became kind of washed up, you could say, as a as a, an air guitarist, I retired and became a content creator. So that's where I'm at now in my life. I've picked up a new um, a new talent, you could call you could call it a new talent. <laughs> yeah, a new talent. Trust I, me, I, I it's not everyone talent. can just play the air guitar. You've seen it, Chuck, firsthand. <laughs> okay. So let me attest to this man. The reason I say a paperclip is because this man actually carried around a little piece of paper with a guitar drawn on it in his wallet. So when we would go to the bar, he had something to strum on. I was a professional air guitarist. That is how dedicated this man is to playing the guitar. Well, air guitar. Or paper guitar, whatever you want to call it. He was very <laughs> dedicated to his craft. Something without actual strength I played. <laughs> Some fake guitar version. Yeah, so <laughs> he he killed it. Killed it. I mean, I always did. I always put on a show. That's what I. That's why uh, I was famous. He was entertainment. Let me tell you, he's entertaining now. But that's a whole different breed of entertainment. I've matured. We'll just call. That's it that. for later days. I'll I'll get him there, chat. I'll later I'll days. be there in person, and we will get him for a stream. Well, St. Patrick's like Day is coming up here pretty soon, so we might have oh, a rare yeah. breed. Oh, Elk invited me down, oh, along yeah? with Brian and Aaron Mason. Oh yeah, I haven't. I oh, haven't yeah. even. I just. I just. Someone brought it to my attention earlier that St. Patrick's Day is next weekend, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to start scheming. All right. Well, I, I think I'm gonna be down there with. All right. We'll keep so me posted. We'll, we'll have to get together. Yeah, keep me posted. So yeah, let's go. Sure. Let's go back a little bit, real quick, and then I wanna. We'll, we'll wrap it up with with a pretty question that i'm curious to know about it it really is off topic i don't even have an answer to this question yet but let's talk about the actual song ptsd with those the, right. the, the lineup of, of g Herbo, chance uh little uzi and Jeez. juice world what do you think right it's just a great song it's probably my favorite on the album uh i just uh, anytime i hear juice world's voice now it may, makes me shiver a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just R.I.P. again. Yeah, R.I.P. Was saying that way too many times tonight. Mm-hmm. It's a shame, but man. It is. It really is. But Chance the Rapper. Let me just talk about Chance because Chance the Rapper, his first album, Acid Rap, I believe it was called. Oh yeah. Oh my God! One of my top five albums. One of my top five albums. Acid Rap is my favorite album of all time. <laughs> Over Mac Miller? Over Mac Miller. Really? Chance the Rapper. Dude, uh, I'm a... Like, acid? I like I, it goes Mac Miller, Chance the Rapper, then Wiz. Like, those are my top... That's my top three. Obviously, that's I'm biased. I'm obviously biased with Mac and Wiz. But, like, 
Acid Rap was in 2014, my senior year, dude, in summer. That album, I, I waited for years for it to come out on Apple Music. Like, I, when it came out on Apple Music, bro, I had to be like one of the year. first people. Yeah, I was one of the first people I had to be to download it because I knew it was coming up, bro. I had everything to download. Like, every song on the album, bro, I, I damn near know every word. Me too. Uh, at least 90% of it, I know. Uh, one of my favorite, Juice. Juice, Juice that's is a great it. song. It's not available on Spotify. Like it's one of the oh, only really? songs that they couldn't get copyrights for, so it's it's not. I can't listen to it, and it was one of my favorite songs. It it. That's a shame. But anyways, Chance Acid Rap hit it, loved it, and then mm-hmm. it took him three years to come up with out with Coloring Book, which was mm-hmm. his second album, and I only have three songs from that album saved yeah because coloring book was okay it was very disappointing Mm -hmm. i agree and then the big day came out last year and i have one i have 11 songs saved from this album so he saved himself a little bit that's Mm -hmm. A little over half. So, to me, Chance the Rapper has been on the down with his music just for some reason. I love Chance the Rapper. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to hate on him. It's just his music just didn't hit right for me. And then this song, it just, it revived a little love for Chance I had. It really did. He just, he Mm -hmm. kills it. No, I I think he... And the thing is, though, too, is, like, uh, out of all the songs from Chance, this is, like, I don't know. This is, like, like, he really, he speaks, like, he really speaks about mm-hmm. it. Because, like, he's all about, like, good vibes, really. And, like, you know, he kind of has that, like, preachy, holy kind of. positivity. Yeah, yeah like preaches he's got positivity. That... Exactly. And he has that around him. Like, that's who Chance is. Like, everyone kind of knows that's so his brain. great. I love know? it. That's what, that's. Chance the rapper, yeah. But yeah. when it comes to this song, like he's really talking about some like, like you don't really hear about like, like when you hear of a rapper, you think of someone like running the streets and blah 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 blah, right? Sure, you got that stereotype mm-hmm. with a rapper. Chance doesn't fit that. He never really has rapped about that to that extent. Like, sure, you hear a little bit about it, but in his verse, bro, he really goes into that. And like, I mean, I get, I get, I got chills right now. I, I wish I could show you, but I got chills. <laughs> In, in my arm right now and it's just like he really spits his heart it just it, it's it's crazy yeah I'm reading in the lyrics right now just to go over them yeah I, it's like again the song's called PTSD so he's talking about post-traumatic stress Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So his shit he's been through, again, which is what makes good music. If mm-hmm. you can put your heart and soul into that music, into that lyric, into whatever it is, it's going to be better than just being told to made something. Mm-hmm. And I saw a tweet earlier today from somebody that said, uh, when I force myself to stream, I don't make as good content. Oh, and no that, way. Like, thinking about that is, is so true because it, 
making content is just another form of art in a sense because music is is art so why can't creating content that people listen to people watch be art so with that being said it makes total sense because you're you're forcing yourself to do something that you're not really into or don't love or aren't passionate about at that specific time so you aren't going to put your whole heart into it Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big so, thing with with like streaming. You're talking about art, right? Content creators, mm-hmm. like, not to take it off of the whole music side of things, but uh, I mean, personally, myself, but along with I know many others. Like, there's people that have completely stopped streaming. Streamers that were good what? content creators. Right? I'm gonna pull completely Twitter up right now. Completely stopped. And I know personally, like I've done, I've had many, not many, but. You know, life. If you're not a full time content creator, even if you are, but I'm gonna speak for the part where like a person that works a nine to five job that does streaming and creates content for the love of it, just like everyone else starts at. But it comes becomes to a point where sometimes it's it's a grind, where like okay, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to put out this content that is as good as the guys that are up at the top. I'm trying to, I want to be the, I want to be, I want to make, I want to expand my brand. I want to expand my community. I want to make it better. You, you want to put content out. You want to put out, you're not doing stuff you don't want to do. Of course. Of course. And and, and that's the thing. Okay. No one's, I, I feel that if you're going to make content that you don't want to make, then it's not genuine. You're not going to have that genuinity and people are going to know, but there are times where like, like last week, I got caught up with with life. A lot of stuff was going on. Right, just it's forced. And I wasn't able to put the YouTube video. I wanted to get why is Gibby mm-hmm. so OPL last week. I wanted to try to get it out actually before this podcast, so then I could bring it into the podcast. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to, so I'm going to be dropping it later this week. It had nothing to do with like me not being passionate about making the content because that's I love it. I like this is what I love to do. This is how I escape. Like this is what I do. To make my life enjoyable outside of all my stressors and stuff like that. So, it just, unfortunately, I never got around to it. It's just part of it. it, it it's an escape for you. I get mm-hmm. it, man. Okay, so Let's I said personal. I was going to pull up Courage JD's Twitter. This was a tweet from him yesterday. And I quote, Apologies if I haven't been on my stream as much. In the last 20 years of my life, I've never been so disinterested in playing games. But... I think it's because I've locked myself in a box. Soon, I'm going to test the waters with new games. I hope you'll support me. End quote. Yeah. I mean, you could only that, play a game so much. That's from coming from Courage JD. Mm-hmm. One of, the, one of the biggest content creators out there right now when it comes to the realm of streaming and video games. You know what another thing that I think it might be is, and, and this goes as long for him, and I'm again, I'm speaking on a bit myself too, my own journey, is... Like streaming is where Curse JD started. Like that's where those guys started. They started as streamers, for the most part. Well, Courage started as a caster. Okay, but he started as a caster. But the thing Continue. is, though, Continue. is he blew up to this point to the to this point where streaming isn't their main focus at that point. It's not their main content. Like, this dude, like, there's streamers, and what they want is to do this for the rest of their life, correct? So they're signing these contracts, so they get money guaranteed. They're getting out of this point. We're in a whole new part of the gaming world where people are getting guaranteed money 
to stream this video game, to stream this or that, to just to be a streamer, right. to be a content creator, right? So the thing is, though, is like they've done this the whole time. You get burnt out. You get burnt out. And then you become interested in the other things that are being involved with. Like for me personally, like again, I love the job that I have. And so one of the big things is this is my hobby to stream to create content to be a part of this community like this is my hobby and i love everybody a part of it but when it comes to my job like i want to absorb myself into that more so that means i have to cut back on something else which means that right. i have to cut back out of my youtube video for instance because i want to be more i want to be more involved i want to be more absorbed i want to be more into my workspace and my, my job that i have because that I mean that's me personally but that's the same for courage and the same principle is like He's trying to do something that's going to be different than just streaming. Right. And something he wants to do as a person. Exactly. Not, he's not, so just coming back to it, follow what you want to do. Yeah. But I'm going to throw this out here. Tell me what you think of this. It just came to my mind. I even had to go get a pencil and write it down so I could remember. Okay. So one thing that I thought of is like, Back when Twitch first started and streamers first started, whenever Twitch came out, I don't even know. I'm not a true Twitch watcher, like from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think Twitch got to the point where social media gets and people as a community drain somebody from using it. Oh, so, yeah. So Twitch used to be just true people that loved watching video games because I even... I played a bunch of video games and I didn't even know what Twitch was till Fortnite. So I think Fortnite brought in this wave of people, which was great for Twitch and great for everything. But I also think it did what social media did. Social media got so popular that it's, it's toxic. You see so many people get bullied on it and it's just, it's a toxicity waste dump and people say it all the time and they quit social media because it's just, they don't want to be around it. So I think the same aspect kind of happened to twitch or and content creation right now because as you said people just aren't streaming as much right now like they're just not into it and i think that's what's kind of happening because he's saying like courage is saying he's saying that i hope you will support me because he knows if he doesn't play fortnite that people aren't going to watch him and yell at him for because he's not playing the most popular game they want to watch well, another thing is, too, is, I mean, he's in that contract. I mean, obviously, we don't know what, I don't know what was in the contract or right, in the fine that, print and stuff. Like, are they it's making him play Fortnite? No, I don't believe so. I think he just signed something uh, like uh, an agreement to stream only on their platform for so many hours a week sure. or so many hours a month or so many hours a year or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was concentrated onto whatever he like plays yeah so i don't think they're forcing him to play fortnite i just think the community as a whole is getting too toxic like mm -hmm. social media is and it's starting to drive away content creators because it's not as joyful as it once was mm -hmm. no i agree 100 percent. So, so that just we're we're way off topic from music yeah well, I mean, it's it's all it's all it's all it's all relevant, though. I mean, it's not like it, it's not that it is off topic. I mean, it's relevant and it goes along with anyone, whether you're you're streaming video games, create any kind of art forming content like 
there are it's ups and downs that's part of being i mean if you just look at artists like they don't artists don't make a painting every week they can't you can't make a painting every day and have it be the largest greatest painting to ever come out every single day you just can't uh, it's as simple as that as a painter you know they these people that are painters are doing it they make a painting and they're if they're lucky it becomes famous obviously and that's most of the time it right you know right or you van go and you cut off your ear which more yeah. people know about you then then you just got a paintings. hella creepy story <laughs> Yeah, so I get what you're saying, man. It's it, again, everybody refers to it as an art, mm-hmm. and it, it, art just has to be a passion for it to be outstanding that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. If you are forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do, yeah. be only as good as you're, you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. No, and that's another thing too. Is I think the gaming world's coming to that part where it's it is getting like you said a bit toxic for lack of yeah. words. Uh, and yep. I think a lot of people are going to start being discouraged. Not going to start streaming. Not going to have as many people that are. There's not as many people getting into streaming. I mean, like it used to be like if you were playing video games, you streamed. I mean, that's kind of really it. Mm-hmm. And it's getting to the point now where people aren't people that are streaming and established are streaming and staying established or they're burning out and not streaming anymore. And people aren't not as many new streamers are coming out. You know, it's just how it is. Right. And very rarely are people watched for the raw content that Mm -hmm. they are, that they create. Like, so many people just want to watch Fortnite, and they get so mad if their not that favorite good. creator or their favorite creator isn't playing Fortnite. yeah oh yeah i see what you're saying and then they don't even support them mm-hmm. in that time which what so you support them while they're playing Fortnite, but not cod or csgo or siege or yeah and, and that's a difficult part i mean like it's just yes. people are loyal to a game and they're not they say they may be loyal to a streamer, but they're more often than not going to be. I right. mean, if you're they're, loyal they're, to a streamer, you're going to follow them to another platform. Follow them to another platform. You're going to watch no matter what game they're playing because mm-hmm. it's it's not all about the game. It's yeah. about listening to that person talk, seeing what they, they're doing, seeing what... like it, It's because I one of the parts I love about Tim the Tatman is... He just, he is entertaining to Uh me. Like, he can be playing, he plays World of Warcraft, and I haven't played a damn lick of it in my life, and I still watch him play because I enjoy watching Tim. Uh Uh-huh. I agree 100%. So, and same with Courage. Courage, I was watching Courage, I don't even know how long ago it was, but some stupid-looking game with his old buddies from, like, college or something, and I didn't even know what was going on, but I still watched him. Because uh-huh. I enjoy watching Courage as a person, but uh-huh. you get those people again that just want to watch the game, and then when they don't play the game, they get in their chat and say, "Play this, play this, play this, play this, play this, play this," and they spam it. It's toxic. Or, or they treat them bad, like say shit about them, and uh-huh. it's it's just it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, it's toxic. It's really so toxic. don't do it if you do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're coming to the end here, Chuck. Um we've talked about Apex, Fortnite, music, art, Apex, Fortnite again. Let's wrap it up with Yeah. <laughs> Let's play wrap it up with one last question I wanted to ask you now. Now it is if you could invent anything without any limitation of technology what would it be just a little food for thought to give to the listeners and in those of you listening be sure to because i'm gonna this will be going out on youtube but be sure to comment down below you know blah 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 all that handy dandy stuff but like i'd like to hear what you guys have to say so jump in the discord guys let us know what you have to say like i'm, I'm kind of curious because I'm, I'm a real big sciencey guy i'm nerdy and i've been thinking about this as like if you had any kind of li- idea without any limitation in technology without any limitation in manpower you know what would it be so no limitations like None. everything's fair game you're fair game bro use your right, imagination a phone that never dies a phone that never dies a phone that never dies of battery life why that because i couldn't think of anything and that's like the first thing that popped into my head but I would very, like, you would never have to charge it. You would never like have to worry about a cord. You like it just you never have to charge it. That's my point. I don't have any more after that. That's fair, I guess. I was thinking of maybe something a little bit more like, like what? I I've been thinking about this question for the past hour and a half, and I that's can't all you think came up with. That's all I came up with, pal. Damn. I was thinking of like something like people I, this question was asked and it was like I didn't want to go the basic like create a machine that cures cancer well no but like there's like, like I, or there is there's that but I was, like, I was thinking obviously about obviously I choose that obviously I would choose that mm-hmm. let's state that for the record but I didn't want to be basic so there's a big what I was thinking of is like if I could have any invention that was coming up I was trying to think I don't really have an invention but what I was thinking was, is with the new, um, along the newer lines, there's 5G coming out. And basically they're saying within, by 2025, I believe it was, there's going to be 10 times more data samples coming in than in 2017. And now this is me nerding out, but like I'm just starting to get into computational science and computer science um, with my work that I, I'm being a part of. And I work with like... Um, genetics so it's like very large bases or you get like a sequence of uh genes and every amino every nucleotide on amino acid nucleotide is a is a a data sample and there's obviously uh, millions and and millions of of nucleotides throughout the the human genome and mouse genome and blah 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 so there's all this data that is going to be coming in that we're going to get but what are we going to do with it What's it even mean? You know what I mean? Like, and so the, what I was trying to think of is like, first off, how are you going to compute all this? And then what are you going to do with it? You know? What do you think, Chuck? So, I'm, I'm trying to follow. So, there, so there's just an influx of information. Huge. That they're predicting. It's already within- starting. It's already right, with 5G. So, where obviously they they have to have room to store it, or they wouldn't have done it. 
if they're mm-hmm. expecting all this data to just be flooded in. Well, so they they have to have some system or some hard drive or many hard drives ready for it. Oh, there's supercomputers. There's more than just hard right. drives, but <laughs> right. I, I'm not a big computer guy. Yeah. Like supercomputers. You know, Right, they they just got the works. Mm-hmm. They they're ready, mm-hmm. or at least they think they're ready, which we all know. Sometimes a video game isn't ready when it drops. Of course, but so, so they might not be ready, but they think they're ready for that influx of data. And as for what they're gonna do with it, I, your guess is as good as mine. It's as good as freaking Gibraltar's. It's true. Like you, you could just go through Gibraltar's quips and answer it for me. I just wonder, like, what it, what kind of data? Because you can get data from anything. I mean, like the the one podcast that brought this to my attention um, is a, is a great one. It's called the Restless Ones. But they talk about the guy, this this gentleman. I don't remember his name, um, Indian fella, but he was in, created um, Intuit. So Intuit TurboTax. And QuickBooks, and so they use this computational data, these data sets that come through and come back from computing and running all of these systems and softwares and algorithms, and they use that data to then make things better. So I was just trying to, I'm just trying to maybe think ahead of someone else. I'm trying to be a millionaire. I'm trying to be a billionaire, right? So I need to have that mindset of what, what do I have to do to be a billionaire? I got to come up with something, right? I got to be someone that's going to set a trend. I don't want to follow trends. I want to set the trends. Then I want to set the next trends. So do you, uh, let me ask you this. Would you rather invent something to become a billionaire or would you rather set a trend? Well, don't you think they go hand in hand? Uh, I mean, think of social uh, media. How, how is inventing, like on the topic that you're on, how is inventing, like, I mean, I guess you can get rich from inventing a computer, but... Like, you want to invent something for with the data to increase others, like tax, like you said, turbo tax. Yeah. Like, like, what what are you going to invent with that data? I just don't see where you're. So at this point, you're not going to invent anything from that. Right. They're so... going to use it to make Intuit TurboTax or QuickBooks more efficient, run the numbers faster. That's old news, right? right? Right. So what? But, I'm but just that's the question. But that's the question you have to figure out. That's the question I'm asking: is is what can you use from this? That da- what can you take from this data that someone has never used before? Someone has never seen before. It's some. It's it's where the originality comes from. If someone's already found that what to do with the data, it's been done. Dude's made a billion dollars and you know sitting fat and pretty. But that, it's right, okay. It's the so, point of trying to ask that question of what is the next thing that can be done. Okay, but let let me ask you. How is that a trend? Well, if we look at social media, for instance, back when social media became big, when first Facebook first okay. came out, what's his who what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Okay. Yeah. Let me think about it. He created Facebook, and it created a trend. Right. Of social everybody media platforms. It, or everybody uses. Well, it. everyone uses it. Then all these other social media platforms come out using all different. It's all the same general idea of a social media platform. Obviously, different takes on it. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's okay. that's inventing something and then setting the trend. Right? Okay. I see where you're going. You see what I'm saying? 
yeah, yeah. Or am yeah. I just talking in circles? Because this no, shit, no, 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 this no. stuff floats around no, in my no. head. And I know it does, pal. I've been with you while both of us are just hammered at two thirty in the morning, just <laughs> Never. ranting about life. Never. But I, yeah, okay. I just needed to be driven on a straight path yeah. to the freaking answer, and I'm, I'm there. I'm I mean, there. if it's not that, it's like who's gonna win? How is someone gonna win the dunk contest next year? <laughs> and the only thing I could come right. up with is if Aaron Gordon dunks naked. Right. But there's no in between. So, <laughs> fair point. All there right. No in there. Well, with that being said, Chuck, I think it's time. It is. I do think it's time. It's pretty late. So, Chuck, where can we find you? Again, you can find me at all socials at PRPLX Huncho Chuck. I'm going to change it. Not on all socials, just on Twitter. I'm going to change it to that, but other socials at Huncho Chuck. And one more thing before I go. Shout out to TCB. They are 2-0 and right now. Mm, big big comeback win today. Big comeback win today. Put up three runs in the ninth inning to take the win. Love it, boys. Love it. But Shout Fox. out TCB, baby. Fox, where can, where can we find you at, pal? So you can find me on uh, Twitter, the Twitch, the YouTube, the Instagram, uh, possibly on the TikTok. I uh, haven't come up with that one yet, but um, PRPL, PRPLX Fox on all social media platforms. Um, I put content out. I stream two to three days a week, putting YouTube videos out two to three days a week. Um, got the podcast now with Dark Purple, uh, running a mock on the podcast scene, so not a big deal, but that's where you can. That's the boys are buzzing. So that's where you can find us. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. This is episode 3.3 of Dark Purple Podcast. Be sure to check out 2.5, 2.0, and 1.2 of Dark Purple Podcast with many more to come. Thank you. Have a nice Until night. Until next time. All right, Chuck.